Well, now it's time to talk travel and we're joined once again this week by Mark Evans, travel editor with the Herald newspaper. Mark, uh, very welcome to the programme. So we're off to uh, Greece and indeed one of the Greek islands this week. Yeah, it's it's about as far east as you're going to go. It's uh, Kos. It's a very, very small island, um, closer to Turkey than Athens, obviously. Um, Greece is one of those places that, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it was a popular destination. I think it's fallen off the radar slightly. Uh, I'm not sure why. There's probably a few, obviously, economics. Um, there was a refugee situation last year. Maybe people say, well, why go to Greece? But it's it's an absolutely fantastic destination. One of my favourites. Um, laid back sunshine, pretty much everything you want in a holiday. Yeah, it seems. I mean, I I backpacked around Greece uh, yeah. on my Todd years ago. <laughs> God, it was mid nineties, I'd say mm. there thereabouts. Um, it is fabulous. It's it's not one of the most popular destinations though amongst Irish. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Italians. There's a lot of Greeks, obviously themselves. A lot of Spanish also go to Greece. I noticed mm. when I was there, but it's not really on our radar. And I, I mean, it's it's a fascinating country um, with amazing uh, history and archaeology and, and amazing things to see and do. And it's also quite cost effective, or at least it was back then. Uh, so why do you think it's just not popular amongst us paddies? I, I suppose maybe in recent years you've had the economic situation in Greece and people think, well, OK, you know, the economy's in trouble, the ATMs aren't going to work. Um, and then on top of that, you had obviously the, the refugee situation last year. People think, you know, it's it's... It's a, it's a country in flux and um, when people go on holidays, the last thing they want is, is you know, a country where um, there's a crisis situation on. We'll look at Turkey, which is absolutely dying at the moment. Um, so that's one of the reasons. It's, it's, it's strange because the Greeks at the moment are looking for reparations off the Germans for World War Two again. And I think the Germans probably spent <laughs> as much as about 10% of their GDP. It is full of Germans, Greece. I don't know yeah. why. I'm not, I'm not sure what the fascination is. Irish, not so much. I suppose, I suppose back... Back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, there would have been a lot of people who, it was a rite of passage. You you go to Piraeus in, in Athens and you island top and you just chill out and you go, you know, you drink cheap wine and you go to Taverna and, you know, you camp or you go to some some small little hostel somewhere. You sleep on the beach, or that's you, what I did. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be posher here. And I, yeah. I also, the big Egypt that I am, you know, read all my, my rough guides, my travel guides to Greece and on a whim decided I'm going to Greece for the, for the rest of the summer. Um, arrived, as you say, in Piraeus thinking I'd island hop. Mm. I had no idea of the, di- the distance between yeah. each island. It sounds so romantic, a couple of hours on a boat, but like you can be 48 hours or more oh, yeah. even on, on a ferry going from one place to the next. Yeah, Crete is a bit of a distance and uh, Kos is certainly a distance. Um, like I said, you're you're in an hour from Turkey, which is so, yeah. but out Piraeus is a different matter. I suppose that's why Greek shipping magnets are so rich because everybody yeah. everybody wants to go around on, on boats. And it is an island nation, pretty much a, a collection of islands. Um, the mainland, another place no one and no one would go to, but uh, the islands, like, they, they all have their own similarities, but there's something different in each one of them. Yeah. Um, if you want history, you want culture. Um, and it's the one place you go to a restaurant where you really have to fight for the bill. You know, an hour later, I want the bill. An hour later, I want the bill. Um, they just don't rush you. Everything is a bit manana. And manana's Very probably, much so, And manana's yeah. probably a little bit too fast for these guys, you know. Yeah. But that's what I like about them. And they've got a... And that, well, they love the Irish anyway. That's, you know, they don't see too many of us. But when you do go, they have a fascination with Ireland for whatever reason. It's not well served, though, in terms of transportation. I mean, mm. I think Aer Lingus fly to Greece for a couple of months during the summer mm. into Athens. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if Ryanair do. Right, Ryanair do Athens as well. Yeah, um, you can actually fly direct to Kos with, um, with Ryanair. But again, you're talking Frankfurt, Han, the Germans, yet again. Yeah. Um, um, and you can get your cheap 30 euro thing, but then you have to get the, you know, so you really are going with the, you know, it's a package holiday, basically. Right. Um, and on, and on that's the, what you did, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, travel writers, you know, um, travel writers will, will tend to go, oh, let's go trekking in Cambodia or let's go around the Great Wall of China backwards on a bicycle. 
But every so often we do need a holiday where, where we actually don't do anything and sit on a beach and literally switch off the phone, hope the Wi-Fi doesn't work, hope nobody rings from work <laughs> and Facebook forget about it. And that's just literally what I said. Well, one week do nothing or as little as nothing. Well, you know, you do got to get that urge to move after a day or two on the beach, you know, but it's the most chilled out place yeah, I've been to a long, long time. So it was idyllic in that in terms of dodging mm. Wi-Fi and you just really felt you were you disconnected and, and well, the Wi-Fi was fine. relaxing. Well, the Wi-Fi was fine, but my phone was just <laughs> it's a dodgy phone. Everybody else, everybody else seemed to be fine. But yeah, my son, my son went around. He, he, I think maybe he was taking all the bandwidth with uh, Pokemon Go or something. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the kids with you. You had or Just you one, had, yeah, just yeah, one. yeah. Okay, yeah. so in terms of a family holiday then, mm. is it a case of you get your charter flight, you get picked up mm. at the airport, you get dropped to the hotel mm-hmm. and then pretty much everything is there at, you know, at arm's reach and it is just yeah. complete and utter switch off, relaxation. Yeah. Don't need to go anywhere or do anything if, if the mood doesn't take you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like there are local villages now. The the resort I was in was literally 15 minutes from the airport. Um, the one caveat I'll say is Cost Airport is hellish. It is probably the worst. I've been to Nairobi Airport. It's the worst. Johannesburg Airport, this is actually worse. In, in what way? To, to it's just very, the picture. very 80s, very small. Um, no screens. Bag might be on trolley three. No, it's on four. It's on five. So uh, okay. you're getting into the Greek way of things very, very quickly. Okay. But literally, once you get to the hotel, it's like, which there was a big thunderstorm that night and the flight was delayed. Next morning, woke up. AGNC, Turkey on one side. Um, Greek islands on the other side everybody out windsurfing you know and some fabulous, <laughs> change of mood some fabulous Greek yogurt and, and yeah. honey for breakfast yeah pretty much yeah yeah, yeah super so where did you stay then talk, I, talk to me about the hotel yeah I, I stay well facilities. actually well, it'd be, well it's, it's, a, it's one of the big ones in terms of definitely on the British market definitely in the German market not so much in the Irish market but it's one that's kind of growing in popularity it was the magic life um, it's sports orientated so the problem is when you've got a 15 year old boy who just doesn't want to sit on the beach. He doesn't want to do the same things as parents want to do. Yeah. He wants to play football. He wants to do volleyball. He wants to, you know, do the 40-kilometer cycle around the island. That's the kind of guy he is. So, sure. And there's kids of all ages. So it's archery in the morning, whatever they want. So there's kids' clubs. Um, obviously, there's half Olympic-sized pool. There's six pools. So it's just one of those places. And even the, the notorious Germans with their sun loungers and all that and their towels, there's too many sun loungers. Even the Ger- okay. <laughs> even the Germans couldn't annex the sun loungers. So and, and there's a beach right beside it. Like right, it's part of the complex. So in that sense, it was a no brainer. Like so, in your case, a teenager. But if you had younger children, if you had toddlers mm. in tow, or if you had you know eight to twelve year olds, still absolutely fine for all of those. Yeah, got gone all day, and they have a thing called the the city restaurant. Strange name, but it's um, where kids go for their own little dinner, and they have these kind of like Tinkerbell chairs where they all sit down. So you don't even have to see them at dinner time if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if that's if that's your idea. So you mentioned the refugee crisis and how, mm. you know, that potentially could be putting people off Greece mm. as a destination. Yeah. What evidence did you see of that or otherwise? None. Absolutely none. Absolutely none. No. Um, now, the Greeks were, were in, in fairness to the Greeks, they, they, were, they were very welcoming. Um, but the, the situation has moved on. I think Northern Italy, Lake Como, that's probably, I've heard, that's, it's, it's moving north in that sense. So uh, one year on, it's, and it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of terrifying in a sense when you actually see even though it's only 10 miles away in Turkey, it is a rough passage of sea. And mm. you, know, you can imagine what it was like for the people. But in terms of even cost town or cost, it's just, it's back to normal really, which for the Greeks is just, like I said, laid back holiday kind of mode. And in terms of the, uh, as well, just tying back into the financial crisis mm. that they had, and, and, and it was, it was what, two years ago where mm. there was a real sense that if mm. you were in Greece, that's it, you were stuck, you were high and dry, that the mm. ATMs wouldn't work. They weren't working. There were really strict limits a day. 
How's that changed? How's that developed? What is it like now from a tourist perspective? It, there's a strange Latin temperament. I know I, I was in Valencia like two years ago. At, <coughs> uh, sorry, I was in Valencia two years ago at the height of the economic crisis. Spain was the same way in major trouble. It was one of those kind of pigs countries where everything's gone wrong and everybody's out partying. I was in Germany a few weeks later and you think Germany's in recession. No one's spending money. The place is crumbling. The roads are in bits. <laughs> that's why they weren't in recession. And, and that's why they have money. But Greece is the same. Like it, the one thing I'd say about Greece is, you know, every taxi driver, I was always amazed me, every taxi driver's got a top of the range Merc. Taxis are the only thing that's expensive in Greece. So they just have a very different attitude. Like in terms of Northern Europeans would worry about money. Um, Greece, the crisis just doesn't impact. You, you don't, it's never mentioned. They just live for the moment. And that's... Fair play well, to me. Yeah, it's probably self-explanatory yeah, though as well. Really a lot, maybe, yeah. when you extrapolate that out. <laughs> so, in terms of money and mm. and how much you know, we, we all tend to rate Spain as being mm. one of the cheaper holiday yeah. destinations. Then you know there are others that are. You really have to consider. You really have to think. Right? Can I really afford this when I go? How was Greece in terms of value for money once you were there? Oh, it's great value for money. It's um, well, again, the, the one reason I say I went all inclusive, so that's a that's a huge thing. You you actually spend up front. It is more definitely more expensive up front than a safe self catering holiday. But in terms of if a child wants an ice cream, there's free ice cream all day. If a child wants a drink, there's free drinks all day. If you want a beer, you can have a beer from ten o'clock in the morning till two a.m. Um, I, I was doing. I was being a bit more sporty, but a lot of the Germans say. And were your sports activities were in, were included as they're, well yeah, in, in that all inclusive? Yeah, package. they're all included. If you want to, well, the first windsurfing lesson is free. Um, I didn't do windsurfing, man. <laughs> but there was there was a very aggressive beach volleyball um, or water polo game every day. It was okay. us, um, us against the Germans, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a very very big twenty five stone German um, goalkeeper. And yeah, so it got kind of funny. But then we all go for a beer after. You can swim up. There's a swim up bar, so. What are you going to do? You're going to have a beer after, yeah. I did the all-inclusive with my children a few years ago and I have to say it, it was it was actually Menorca we went to. Uh, it was a very last-minute mm. thing and it, it, it turned, I, I felt it was really good value for money. However, I had factored in in advance that the food was going to be really dodgy and so therefore you had to allow extra for dinner certainly at night I mean it's one thing getting up in the morning and having breakfast which is you know fairly bog standard wherever you go Uh, and even like you know a light salad or an omelette or or something like that for lunch but it's when the dinners kick in at least there's a reputation there in many places that if you're all inclusive you are going to have to dig your hand in your pocket to pay for decent meals out at night time no, well, the, the the great thing with there was a it, it's there is a buffet system, but it's Greece, so everything's about food. Um, they just spent so much money. If you want fresh salmon, like where they get fresh salmon from, I do not know. There's fresh salmon for lunch. You have uh, freshly made omelets for breakfast, dinner time. It, it's Greek salads galore, Greek food, moussaka, um, international stuff, Mexican, yeah, they do whatever. Fantastic fish and yeah, meats. Yeah, and yeah, I know. Well, it's just literally freshly caught fish they'd bring in every day, like whether the sardines or sea bass or whatever. So again, it's it was very very good quality. And there's two a la carte restaurants there. Again, that's the thing you you book these when you get there. It doesn't cost you any extra. There's an Italian and it's a Greek taverna actually on the beach. Um, the sunsets in Kos are among the best I've seen anywhere in the world. They are absolutely beautiful. Even better than Santorini, another fabulous Greek island. You know, actually, oh, fantastic. It's Kos is actually known for them. I don't, I'm not sure why, but there's actually small villages where people actually just drive up at night just to go to Taverna, just to watch the sunset. Absolutely amazing. But again, it's on the beach um, and everything is just a flourish. And the one, the one thing I liked about the staff is they're obviously they're great with kids, um, but they, they're just really, really chilled out. Um, but service is fantastic. And again, I would recommend, I always say, if you do go on an all-inclusive holiday, I think the, the Irish are very inquisitive. Go to the local resort. Yeah. Spend a bit of money there as well. Whether it's a small lunch or a few glasses of wine. Yeah. Uh, Mastacari is just down the road. It's um, a very, very small fishing village. 
very much a hippie vibe. Um, little tavernas and bars, and like it's kind of place something you don't see over here. If you, if you get a glass, order a glass of wine, you just wander off to the beach and you sit down. And the guy, the waiter's not going to chase you anywhere. He he knows you're coming back. Right. And, and you told me one fifty two euros for a glass of wine. And so it's it's a nice place to go. Um, there's a water park across the road as well. So if kids get really bored, which they shouldn't, with windsurfing and volleyball and God knows what else, soccer tournaments and all that stuff. Um, it's somewhere else to go. But. Yeah. Now, it would be re- remiss <clears throat> to talk about any part of Greece, mm. uh, let alone Costco, without talking about the history. What's mm. there for the history bus? Because some of the sites, even if you're not particularly into history or you don't mm. think you are, some of these sites are really well worth making that effort. Yeah, I, the one thing I'd always say with, with sites, if you have a four-year-old or five, five-year-old and you're out in the sun, maybe you don't want to go to the Acropolis or maybe you don't want to go to a Colosseum. Um, and if you do bring on lots of sun, you know, sun cream. Um, this time of year is starting to get a bit cooler, but I, I was there just going into July. It was starting to get very, very hot. Um, but um, I'm not even going to pronounce it right. Hipp- Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine. Hippocrates. Hippocrates, excuse me. My, my, my pronunciation is always terrible. Okay. People ring in. Um, there is a tree there, reputed to be 2,400 years old in Cost Town, which I think might be slightly <laughs> Just a little exaggeration. Yeah, it's like the 400-year-old radio you might see in a museum. Um, yeah, it, that's where he taught uh, medicine. And like again, you have Roman runes. Um, w- one of the best runes, I would say, is actually from the knights. Um, again, we, we're talking about the Crusaders. They built a fantastic castle in Kos, um, which, again, we're talking medieval, ancient Greek, um, like in, in pretty much anything you want in that sense. Like like any Greek island would have something, but, um, oh, well, but rem- Costown, definitely, yeah. I remember when I was uh, was in Rhodes, actually. Mm. I spent quite a bit of time in Rhodes on my on my trip to Greece and they had um, a, a fantastic auditorium. Mm. Um, and they, like, I mean, obviously in ruins, but yeah. they they dicked it up as best they could. And, but they'd put on theatrical performances there at nighttime or operatic performances yeah. there at nighttime. It would cost like the equivalent of a, of a, a euro in. Yeah. And it was fantastic night's entertainment from the point of view of, you know, whatever culture you were being exposed yeah. to from the stage or from the auditorium, but also just that sense of history. And my God, I'm sitting here where somebody sat you know, yeah. thousands and thousands of years before me. Well, they're actually looking in the sense, well, like, like any any Mediterranean, Aegean island, everybody's been there, from the Ottomans, Venetians, Italians. When the Italians ruled the island um, in the last century, there was an earthquake at the time, 1933, and that's when they found a lot of this stuff. It literally yeah. just kind of unearthed it, and then there was an amphitheatre, which used to be the Senate as well, um, very much like your, your typical Greek on, an, on a mountain looking down. Mm. All of that's... Now, I, I'm, even as a travel writer, I'm going to say, Never do naughty trains. Don't do all that kind of tacky stuff. But there is a, there is a local little naughty train in Cost Town, and it does bring you to all the sites. Um, Cost Town, it's a bit of a you know a culture shock when you're in a small little resort and suddenly yeah. you go into a, a town. Cost Town isn't that big. We're talking about sixteen thousand people, but it feels like Manhattan after a day or two on the beach. Yeah, um, it's a great way of getting around, especially with the heat. It's 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 a very pretty town. It's got look, it's got mosques. It's got everything. You can see the Ottoman influence. You can see the Greek influence. You can see the Italian influence. Um, nice little town. Very good. Another thing I thoroughly enjoyed as well was you, you mentioned earthquakes and it is a very volcanic mm. landscape yeah. all, all around that 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 area. But um, there were like hot pools or hot pockets yeah. in the sea where you yeah. could go and swim through. Yeah, there's a couple of beaches now. I, the, the one thing I would say, um, there is a bus service. Uh, taxis are quite expensive. Like I said, they, they can, you know, they can, it can mount up. If you're the type now, I, I'm kind of banned from, from renting cars on, on holidays because I usually go a bit nuts and, you know, kind of, you know, it's just that frustration builds up when you're kind of you know, going in a country lane as sheep. Right. So. I can't imagine you being as hot-headed now as a Greek behind the wheel. But. Pro- pro- probably not, but I, I don't know if they actually have driving lessons in Greece, but they are pretty crazy. In the world. But 
I, if you want to do it for a day or two, there are certain places like Therma Beach. Um, if you ever tried it, um, it's not far from Cost Town. Again, you probably grab a taxi. It's not that expensive. You're talking about fourteen k. Further south, you have Bubble Beach. Now, Bubble Beach is famous again because of volcanic. It, it just bubbles up for the volcanoes. Can't guarantee bubbles all the time, but it's a volcanic area. Um, so again, if you've got any kind of arthritis or rheumatism, um, it is recommended. So you, you do see kind of an older, not not always an older crowd, but there's, there's a fair amount of an older crowd who go just just for that reason alone. Um, and Mark, you mentioned as well that, that you can take a, a day trip to Turkey because it yeah. is actually closer to Kos is closer to mainland Turkey mm. than it is to mainland Greece. Yeah. Did you did you do that? Yeah. Um, again, I, I'm going to break another rule. I normally wouldn't book an excursion to a hotel, but if you want to go to if you want to go to Turkey, you got to get a visa, um, you got to get a bus to cost town, you know. So it's a lot of messing around. So there is an excursion. It's not a bad price, forty five euros for an adult. It's a bit cheap for kids, um, and that'll give you a full day over in Bodrum. And uh, Bodrum was interesting. Bodrum was kind of is that Mediterranean kind of feel about it. Um, it's one of the wealthier parts of Turkey. Now this this was pre coup, I have to say, and even at the time, um, tourism there is non existent. Really? It's very, very quiet. Yeah, I, I was kind of shocked. And it's um, so normally you go into shops and hagglers or whatever. Um, you're you're there on your own pretty much. Um, now the one thing with Turkey, there's some, two things to watch out for. Um, alcohol is more expensive than Greece, just in case anybody's gone on a, a day trip they want to bring back some. Um, two packs of cigarettes is a maximum you can bring back in a day trip. Um, and there's lots and lots of fake designer stuff. Yeah. If that's your thing. You can haggle for anything, but I, I would definitely recommend gold jewelry. That anything you buy anywhere else in Turkey, it's it's a it's a beautiful town. It's um it's some beautiful windmills. You got Bites and down below on the other side of the mountain, um, very very westernized compared to much of Turkey in the sense of it's 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 clean, it's safe, it's very nice, but um definitely the economy is taking it. And the and the local shopkeepers said we've given up on the Irish this year. They're not coming. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I know a few people who've had second homes, you know, holiday mm. homes in Turkey and they've been selling them up slowly but surely in the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, but still, I don't know, some diehards who, who love it and it, it is like their second home, they will go back. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about travelling yeah. to, to Turkey at this time. So, costs highly recommended. Definitely. Good value. Mm. Great for family. It's just great for switching off. Any downsides? Uh, Cost Airport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I would say, definitely bring mozzie spray. Um, now, I, I was just eating alive on the beach um, by night and twilight. I've, got, I've been to Africa, I've been to different places and I've been fine over there. Literally, I was like a feast. You know. Well, they say that they go after people with good volumes of sex hormones in their blood. So <laughs> I think you can probably take that as a bit of a compliment. Mark Evans, travel editor with the Herald newspaper. Thanks for joining us on The Right Hook.